Hello everyone and welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. Today we are joined by Boyan and he is a drone photographer and photographer and just crazy amazing photographer on Instagram that we found. Jeremy's going to introduce him properly but thank you so much for being here, thank you so much for listening and we really hope you enjoy the episode. Yeah, thank you everyone uh, for joining us again. Thank you Boyan for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I found you on Instagram a few months ago, probably yeah, one year ago, when I started droning. <laughs> yeah. Taking, uh, yeah. When I started like with the drone, uh, I was looking for inspiration and and everything. And and I think one of the first pictures I've seen from you was the pink, uh, the pink photograph from France, actually. Yeah. <laughs> from the, the south light. of France. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was like, holy shit! Like and. <laughs> What's funny is that it's actually in the south of France and we've been living about two hours away and I've never been to this place. I've never heard about it. <laughs> yeah, funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, there's, there's, there's one really popular lake that it's called uh, Lake Rovingi, I think it's called like that, and it's in Spain. Okay. Um, so that's a really popular one, and that's, that's for us in the Netherlands. It's just too far away to drive. Right. Um, just for fun. Uh, so I was I was actually for a job in South France and I extended a little bit, was looking around, what can I do? And I, and I knew that it was a pink lake, but not as pink as the one in Spain. Okay. So we basically um, planned to go there and it was literally perfect timing because the, it's like also a season that uh, it has to do with bacterials and all that stuff that is it it is pink or it's not pink and that okay. timing that we there was just unreal yeah <laughs> uh yeah so we were really lucky uh, we, uh it's actually two two different lakes um one of them is more near masaya okay and the other one is a little bit more to the east um so we sh we shot the one which was really popular but the problem with that is you can't uh go in there's like an, uh, a train oh, okay. track um, kind of attraction that you have to book like mm. far in advance to get get there. And, there. Uh, and they're not really allow you to go in by yourself, walk in it, etc. With et a drone, I guess. Yeah, so with a drone, I flew over it, uh, took some pictures, and we really like to just make some more like, you know, close ups or standing yeah. in that and stuff like that. So we kind of like gave up. And then suddenly next to the road, we saw. Um, I'm not sure what the French name is it uh, for for something like that salt 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 uh, like salt yeah salé? salt uh, yeah I, I'm not sure to be honest but yeah so, <laughs> something like salé salé yeah. or whatever um, so we thought well, well give it one more chance it was not on the map nobody knew about it and it was one of those like it's not that high security like a military place, but it was like fenced and, and stuff. And we were like, yeah, we cannot go in here. So <laughs> there was that guy coming out and we asked like, can we go in? He was like, yeah, sure, go in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right. Um, just, so we walked in there, made some pics. Uh, we walked in it and that's it. And um, we came back with some absolute bangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's, that's the story about that. Okay. How did you start photography and drone photography? How did you get into it? Um, my dad originally is like already a photographer. He had his own um, photo studio. I wasn't really interested in photography at all uh, until 
like the first GoPros came out and my dad was one of the like the first people in the Netherlands that actually had the first GoPro mm -hmm. so I was really interested in that and then um, DJI came out with the Phantom 1 uh, that was like one of the first drones yeah. so basically from there that was like I think late or begin 2015 uh, I bought basically the first drone and, and started with that and then I got hooked <laughs> yeah. um, I was mainly more focused on videos and from there on I went like yeah you post something on Instagram it got picked up really good and then using hashtags and then suddenly yeah it goes yeah it goes from there and so that's like your full-time job is being a travel photographer well not really that's that's the that's the funny part about me as a drone photographer Instagrammer kind of um I'm originally I'm originally a graphic designer um mm -hmm. so I did that four years and I have my own business beside that and I grew from web design to more video uh what I do now is basically full-time videography mm -hmm. uh, but on my Instagram I basically only post drone photos yeah uh sometimes I post some videos in between or stories or stuff like that uh, but yeah, my Instagram is mainly focused on photography, drone photography. Um, I'm, I'm more a full-time filmmaker, videographer. And how do you, so I'm, I have a million questions because you're literally <laughs> living the dream for me. <laughs> yeah. So how do you get in contact with companies? Do they contact you or do you contact them in order to do like photography, videography work? Um, I must say, I, I've, I've, because I started so early in 2015 and, and published like a lot of stuff already went out like um i looked up for locations i was really one of the first people that actually went to do drone stuff so mm. i think in 2016 i became an ambassador for polar pro that's one of the like biggest companies that make all the accessories for drones and and i went from there like i i've, I've been posting on a dedicated um photo platform from dji since 2016 mm -hmm. and, you know you win prizes you got you got recognized by brands and then I've been really lucky with that. Like I've, mm. I've worked with DJI, with Sony, with Lassie, mm. uh, so many, like so many brands that I've worked with, but most of the time they reach out to me. Sometimes I reach out to them. Um, I got a couple brands like now I'm working with Siyun Crane. Uh, they make those stabilizers. Oh, yeah. um, they had a new one that, that was capable of um, carrying around six kilos and I, I really want it but to be fair like 1200 euros I was like mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I reached out and they were really happy about it to do a collab so sometimes yeah I, I do reach out but it has to be like uh, my my page is really focused on drone stuff and really stuff that I like so I'm, I'm not gonna promote uh, a bottle where you can drink off yeah. I got I got a million companies sending me or yeah sending me emails saying like oh can we can we do that can we do this we pay you blah blah it's just no no thanks yeah. <laughs> you know? it doesn't make sense does it for your brand I guess yeah exactly not not even like not my brand but also like for me like I'm I'm not gonna promote something that I not like not tested or whatever so yeah. I have, sorry, I'm just going to take over questions. <laughs> Where has been your favorite place you've been to? Because I've seen you've been everywhere. Where is your top? I'll give you top three. 
oh, places right, well, that you would recommend, especially drone people. Let's focus in on like the drone community. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny part is that since last year, February, I got a, a passport. Um, that's funny because in Europe you can travel around with the ID card, which is yeah, so easy. Like, like 20, 25 countries. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So I've, I've mainly done a lot of Europe before beginning of February last year. And then I got invited in, uh, Nepal. So I had to get a passport and from there I went like Philippines, Bali, like everywhere. Um, uh, but I must say like as a drone photographer, my, literally my favorite place is Len, uh, not Lens, really Iceland. Oh yeah. Oh, We're dying to go. Insane. It looks, it looks insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been there in 2018. So that was like still a little bit of like a beginning for me, like getting really serious into like drone photography and, and having fun. And, but I really like to go back right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked like uh, to stay in that area of like drone stuff uh lanzarote it's like the more warm iceland okay. like for volca- volcanic kind of island yeah yeah um but yeah i've I've kind of lived from december till uh march 2020 in uh bali mm-hmm. um so i really like that as well nice warm and i got some yeah. like customers <laughs> there so yeah and where's somewhere that you haven't been yet but you're dying to go um so many places yeah everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i really like what like to do like a road trip in america mm-hmm. yeah same <laughs> yeah th- that's one of them uh hawaii mm. is pretty high up bahamas is pretty high up uh you got the what's the french police uh, polynesia yeah, yeah like those those places are like yeah. but i must say that's like the main mainstream places um New Zealand. Yeah. Um, uh, we've done two weeks Australia. My very first time Australia, oh. beginning of this year, it was two weeks. It was not enough time at all. Yeah, it's such a big <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where did you go? Uh, Western. Oh, it looks amazing uh, though the pictures over there. Yeah. So we did an, uh, a visa run for Bali because you can stay basically up to two months. So we you have to go out uh bali or you have to do a uh, social visa but so we did an um we did a visa run to australia so basically we we're like yeah we have to go out we just do two weeks australia and now we're like we should have done like two months yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I think the first place that i won't go to um is either iceland or australia hmm. yeah australia is so big though like if you want to see everything you could spend a a years. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There is a place in Australia I would love to go for the drone is in West Australia as well. Something like Broom, Boom, Broom. Oh, uh, Broom, um, yeah. It's a, it's a bit more north, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, the north of West. There's someone on Instagram, Ali. Uh, she posts like amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. Like the, 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 the girl, Ali yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like the, the, the sand is like red and the yeah. water blue. It looks like, whoa. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Yeah, we, we basically did more the southern part of Western Australia. Um, yeah, we had two weeks. We had to pick something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so did you learn videography at school or you, you, you taught everything yourself? 
basically done everything myself we had some basic photo video settings more like you know like this is diaphragma this is like this this is like that or aperture um yeah basically everything from myself and trying and failing and yeah <laughs> yeah it's youtube yeah youtube a lot yeah um and the beginning i was i was like i said i was one of the first people with a drone in the Netherlands as well. So a lot of companies said like, we want a video, we want a photo, we want stuff. Um, a lot of festivals, I've been to festivals as well. Um, you know, you meet people and they're like, oh, do it like this, do it like that. So it's like on the way you learn new stuff every day. And yeah. How do you, so I don't know if this is, if you want to answer on it, but how do you decide on pricing? Because I always find pricing in photography such a tricky thing to yeah. figure out because people will take photographs and send them for free. And then if you say, oh, I charge so much, it's, you know, people... Like, how do, how do you find the balance of what you want to be paid, but then also what people will pay you for? Before, before you answer, like, because, yeah, do you have any background in, in business or you just make everything up yourself? Um, well, I did graphic design for four years and... and um. Uh, after that, I, I didn't. Uh, I started a bachelor in communication and design. Um, so I had some, but I stopped that because my business was like growing. I had to go like everywhere in in Europe. I was like, no, I can't do like a study and this. And I wanna, I wanna chase more to do stuff rather than say to people that do it. You know, like yeah. like the. So I had some business kind of back not much but a little bit uh a lot of my family actually are like entrepreneurs business owners uh they quite helped me as well like very first jobs came from them and they were like oh you have to charge this or you have to charge that and then mm -hmm. on the way you're getting you know you got better gear you got more experience you're gonna raise raise your price um in videography it's quite standard to say this is my day rate Mm -hmm. um so yeah this is my day rate and then if a client says yeah but i want two pictures or three pictures you say like look it's either or sometimes you can say it's a half day rate or it's like a whole day rate because by the time that i, I go to there drive there come back yeah. i can't get another job for the day because you know yeah so yeah mostly charge a day rate or yeah is that inspiring you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes they will say, "Yeah, well, it's too expensive. We got some somebody else." And then you have to think, "Do I really need this this job? Can I lower it down for one time?" Or you know, like like now in the COVID time, you know, yeah. sometimes <laughs> you have to you have to lower down your uh, price a little bit, yeah. and then it is it is a tricky um business right now i feel like uh photography and videography because there are so many people providing content yeah uh, and willing to do it for free just yeah. to be featured on a page or whatever yeah that yeah, yeah. You, you really need to be like well i mean you are but like for everyone else like you, be, you really need to be like a top notch like to yeah to have, it's like to have leverage to sell yourself because otherwise it, <clears throat> i feel you always find someone willing to do the job for nothing just to have the name on on the website or whatever yeah um back in 2017 i was um i had my very first like big 
a broad job and this guy from england i, I basically he, he did a lot he did videography he did he had his own print shop with uh merchandise and i, I bought a jacket from him because i really liked it like a percentage went to a charity and 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 he saw my instagram he was like i want to hire you for a, a festival we're doing in malta and uh, what you're gonna do is just make super sick drone stuff that we're gonna use in um in the video but what he said he was like if if you got hired in the beginning just raise the level even though you can't do it you say you can do it and then figure out how you can do it <laughs> and from and and from and from that i've learned like you have to you have to communicate a little bit more bold like my instagram says i'm the next level aerial adventurer it's a bit like arrogant but you know you have to raise a bar to, to say like this is what i do and um Sure, I I am in a good spot because I I've, I've got a lot of like big clients, big brands that are already like reposting me, or I have worked with them. So that's that's a big favor. But I think in this in this business, you have to stand somewhere to say like, this is what I do, this is what I make, this is cool, this is what I cost. If it if you don't have the budget, I can't do it. Yeah, if it's a match, it's a match. It's yeah. Well, sorry. And and sometimes you have to like behind the scenes, you have to like you know find a way to sometimes yeah. <laughs> lower it if you really want to uh work with a brand or really need the money but yeah so right now how how often do you travel you know i mean not not right now with the covid obviously let's say co last year <laughs> last <laughs> right now, yeah so. last year 2019 one was was one of the like busiest years i've had um i think i had uh, basically, I, I noted that with my girlfriend, we've been to 21 countries together mm. um, all over the world. And I think I've done a little bit more than that because I, I do more jobs. So I say 25 countries. So yeah, every, what's that? Every two weeks. So you haven't been home really often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had, an, uh, I, had, I had a period was like March till July that I was like, two three days between travels <laughs> Jesus. yeah it was and really and the whole time you're working jobs or you try to take like i don't know you have like a three-day job and then you take a week off to visit and stuff like that yeah that one was like jobs 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 back to back wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was in the end you come home with so much footage and then you're like i need a month to like edit and back up and you know sort this out yeah. i think that's the thing as well because i'm sat here like oh my god i'm so jealous it sounds like the dream but then actually i'm sure like the reality of it is like yes i'm flying here there and everywhere but at the same time you probably have like less structure in your life and you just have like a mountain of work yeah. to get through that yeah. like people like me don't see we're just like oh my god like th that life is amazing but then actually <laughs> like i know it's a lot of hard work behind the scenes yeah it's definitely hard work but at the same time you know like sometimes you have like a half day off or a day off you chill at the beach and Mykonos in Greece in the in the 35 yeah. you know it's like they sometimes working hard for 12 days 12 hours and then you come back and you have to like charge everything back up everything you go to bed at one you go up, you go up for sunrise you know it's um it's a sacrifice you have you have to do if you want to do it um I know some people that work 40 hours for a company and sometimes I, I i do a I do a job for them and then i say well i'm free whatever like i can go to on on a saturday we do it on saturday 9 a.m and they're like no i'm not working on saturday are you mad 
I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got you got two people. You got um, business owners or how they call it, like ent- entrepreneurs or freelancers that willing to work twenty four seven, or you got people that work for a you know a boss and for yeah. a Monday to Friday. It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with that. But if you if you say like, oh, you got the best life, yeah, but you have to give some sacrifices work, right? on that. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not coming from just yeah. It's not given to you. Yeah, people, right? ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's it's a lot of fun as well. And sometimes you're sitting on the beach and drinking <laughs> drinking Coronas, and you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've seen that you travel with your girlfriend, and you photograph her, I guess, as well when you go away together. Yeah. Do you do any of the portrait photography, or is it just to kind of help her out, and that's not really something you're super interested in, or? Um. Yeah. Well, I met her when we both around like. I think 10, 15,000 followers. So we're both like kind of like Instagrammers. Well, I say that. Um, but she was never facing her face on the camera. And when I met her, I, I kind of like changed it to face more to the camera and open herself and, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do a lot of photography for her. Like basically all the photos on her page are basically done by me. And... Um, it's not. It's not really portrait style. It's more like a travel. Yeah. Um, where is she and uh, she she does her own blog as well. So it's like. It can be anything. Like it's not like her ass out on the beach. It's it's yeah. like more the opposite. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, it's more. Um, it's more like. Info. In, how you say it? Like more informatic or more. Like, yeah, like where to stay, what to do, things like that. Yeah, exactly yeah. what to do and, and yeah, more like that. And in terms of editing, how did you find your style? Because um, I know at the moment there's a huge thing of like selling presets. Yeah. But as a photographer myself, I kind of try and tell other photographers not to go down that route because it can sometimes, you don't really learn how to do it yourself. Yeah, How exactly. did you find your own style and sort of work that into your your work? um i met a guy i think it was like late 2016 but i was like one or one or two years when i was droning and before that i just took a picture took the jpeg i cropped it a little bit i posted on instagram maybe like a filter from instagram that was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he was showing me how to edit i was like no stop doing this <laughs> yeah so I, I was i was never really taught or taught like use lightroom mm. or whatever program you can use so he was like oh, i use like Lightroom and from there, you know, Lightroom and you're gonna try yourself. Um I do sell presets. <laughs> I do um I do sell them because I see that a lot of followers really struggling with editing drone yeah. photos. Mm-hmm. Uh but I sell them as more like a base, so you have to like always tweak them yourself. But it's more like a, a look that I like a base look that I sell rather than one click presets um but i agree that it's it's better to learn it yourself and i've got presets for sale as well by the way i'm not bashing you like i was (laughs) just you know like for other photographers i kind of think it's best to learn but for people who kind of aren't that bothered and don't really want to know like the in-depth thing presets are awesome because it's just click it and change the exposure maybe or something slightly but yeah yeah so yeah that's uh, I, i mean that's the easiest way to make banger shots uh, but you definitely need that background of you knowing you knowing what a highlight is, what a 
you know exposure yeah, like, without teach. like without you i would have never been able to do it like i've never touched lightroom before ever and the only reason i'm i'm editing my pictures is because like you said okay do that design and you showed me how to do it like otherwise yeah. i would have i would have went online and i would have bought some preset like you say like just just to yeah. help me out because i have no clue where to start <laughs> at all well, that's the thing because yeah. you had me like i yeah. showed you kind of like the basics like the exposure mm. contrast shadows highlights things like that and then we kind of got into colors and yeah. you've got some presets but you know how they work now don't you have yeah, to yeah, change now, any yeah. things well, like you it's it's a good way to start at the beginning like yeah definitely otherwise yeah. it's really overwhelming <laughs> yeah see I, like i think with the presets as well i think um I don't know, like like I said before, it's good just to learn yourself and you can kind of create your own presets and your own look and style, but then presets are a good way to start off. So I wanted yeah. to ask you about your LUTs because I have started video. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that's where the future is, but I find it so impossible and so hard. And I saw that you recently released LUTs. So yeah. that is awesome. How, so what do you use to edit? What do you recommend to edit? And tell us uh, about your LUTs package. Yeah, sure. Um, I basically, because I'm a graphic designer, I literally know everything about Adobe, like from, from Illustrator, Photoshop, Premiere, After Effects, I know everything. Uh, so I've done all my videos in Premiere, uh, but lately there are like upcoming programs like DaVinci Resolve, where you can, um, kind of like color grade as Lightroom more. It's more, you got more. You know, I said like you can you have more control over the over the over the colors. Mm. So I've I digged digged into that and I really and really like that. Um, I'm thinking to switch over, maybe um, only for color grading. I'm currently watching a class on Skillshare about learning yeah. how to color grade on DaVinci um, da Resolve, and it, it just boggles me. Like I understand <laughs> the like color correction side of it, that but I understand like the like science behind it almost but the program just it just make any it's not sense user friendly, I feel. <laughs> yeah well uh, uh, because video is so new to me i have no uh, idea even where to start so it's just uh, yeah honestly it's it's not that different from premiere it's just it's random placed you know like it's not mm. in the right place <laughs> yeah. so for me for me it was not a big problem to jump in that and take over um so basically what I, I did, I came home from Bali because we had to come back due COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, we came back one month earlier. So I canceled a lot of jobs. I had no jobs. And basically I said, well, I heard a lot of, about DaVinci Resolve. I need to like get in that. Um, I have so much footage laying around, unused, used or whatever. So I, I basically taught myself via youtube as well like where can i find this where can i find that and over the years a lot of people ask me like do you have video loss do you have video loss do you have video loss i never be like you know i'm, I'm 24 7 on the road i, I don't have time for that mm. so i thought this is like the timing to get into that and uh, yeah. release lock pack um so i, I kind of like box it in just to, to start only with drone lots because it's um, you shoot in D-Log, and D-Log is like a picture profile. Um, mm. So it's, it's kind of like raw. Not as raw, but you can like tweak it yourself. But the problem is with D-Log, it's, um, it's so flat that it's super hard to get your colors like correctly back. And a lot of people struggling with that. So I basically took that starting point from D-Log to Rec 709 
which is like the base color and from that I, I made it's not 20 yeah it's 25 looks it's like i got five categories which mm -hmm. is water urban color pop um green was that five four four uh another one another awesome <laughs> one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another one so i'm i made like for if you got watercolors you can mm -hmm. use one of those five lots on that and yeah. and then you have to like adjust the intens intensity and and tweak the basics like highlight shadows and stuff like that so yeah it may it makes it a little bit easier for people to color grade the d-log if they want they can use it on on normal natural profile pictures as well uh just just lower the intensity and then play around yeah. with it i need to give it a shot i've seen the the footage yesterday with the the miami footage from you got from pierce yeah yeah and oh god jesus like it's insane like the, the water yeah. yeah like when the guys are surfing like yeah or the sharks it's like what what the hell like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah like I, need, a, I need to try it <laughs> it's it's like for 50 percent the shot as well um yeah. and the correct settings but if you apply a lot or like color grade it correctly it, it makes it so much better and mm. um, and a lot of people struggling with that because they buy a drone you know you can buy a drone for four or five hundred dollars euros yeah. and then they you know oh you need filters like and filters or polarizers that's another like 100 and you need lightroom that's another i don't know 10 10 20 euros a month and mm. you need premiere or you need davinci davinci is free but you know people get lost in that and you know you need this you need that how you do it and I think that if you just buy a drone, you can just suddenly produce the content that you see online when it actually takes years of yeah, learning exactly. everything to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people question you on Instagram, like, where do I start? I got two followers. Like, a couple of weeks, somebody was like, I started, I started a profile, a drone company account, a drone account, and I got two followers. How do I get followers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Post every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like good engage, content and engage yeah. and, and yeah, learn there's no, and there's no magic yeah. recipe for it. <laughs> that's that's everybody got his own way and his own, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's no recipe for that. Yeah. I, I know that Rosie keeps saying that uh about photography and I guess it's the same with videography, that the editing is as important or even more as the photography by itself like in the end yeah. result like you can yeah. not not that you can be like a shitty photographer and then if you're a good editor it's going to be great but like editing can change so much well you can see on, it on sometimes result, like. sometimes you have like youtube videos that the big youtubers instead of they're using the eight thousand euro camera they're using like a canon whatever for, for 400 euros with a basic lens and they come out with results that you, that you think like, no, there's no way. But it is the editing. It is. And also like the preparation over shooting. It's not like they go out and think, oh, I'm going to shoot whatever. They're going to they're gonna prepare something, what they're going to shoot. And I think for drone photography as well, like some, I would say 80% of the photos that I make are prepared. So I make sure either the, the light is the right timing. Mm. Like if sometimes I need clouds because I don't want shadows. Yeah. Sometimes I want a really good sunset. So it's like timing is everything. Um, I spot locations. I spot the right direction. You know, framing. Every everything counts 
against the like the final result. Um, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, I got a draw and I go out." And you know, I I try to avoid, say, from one one p.m. to three p.m. because the light is just too hard and too harsh. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's all those things that people don't realize, isn't it? Like, I kind of think if you were to give like me a professional photographer and someone who isn't a professional photographer the same equipment they wouldn't know about lighting or composition or angles or where the sun should hit their face or what time of day to go out or where to shoot and and then even then how to edit the photographs and so it's just it's just and also i think if you give the same photograph sorry to cut you off if you give the same photograph to like five different people or i guess videos as well they can turn out completely different depending on how they edit it yeah so that's the like it's like an, an, an the experience and vision that other people have, and yeah. sometimes they don't just don't have the vision. Yeah. Um, so I've got a question: when you spend when you spend your the all your time on the road, yeah, uh, walking like back to back, jobs after jobs, how do you where do you find the time to produce the the final result, yeah. the, the video? Like how how do you do it? <laughs> Some, sometimes it's hard, like. Sometimes you have to do it straight. I, I try to do it straight after the job, even though when I'm abroad and you got a day off or, you know, you can sit on the beach sometimes or you have to do like the first, you know, pick the best shots or do a little bit of editing already. So you're not coming back home with so much work or so much like to cut or edit. And I try to keep up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That must be a lot of gears to carry around, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, we went to Bali together with my girlfriend and I think we we went each. We were overweight already, like 25, kilo, <laughs> 25 kilos each. Um, uh, check-in luggage and my hand luggage is like the most of the gear because, you, you know, like you want to yeah, keep yeah. it close and the batteries you have to, you know. So my bag itself must be around 15 kilos as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not fun to walk around with that. Yeah. Uh, and I try I try to avoid that unless I have to like fly somewhere but hmm. But even in terms of like backing everything up and everything because I mean you know when it's just personal things like you can risk to lose the the, the the pictures and everything but when it's your job yeah uh, you need you need to make sure yeah. nothing happened because yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so we went to bali um and i i had a new camera but i i kept the old camera just in case you know you never yeah. know I, I went on a job last year in november and one of the main a friend videographer as well he hired me mainly for the drone and i brought my camera just in case and he was literally taken down by a wave in lanzarote so his camera was like kind of like working, not working, not turning on, turning on. So that that time I was like, I, I you need an, an extra camera because, you know, if you're on the other side of the world, mm. sometimes the budget doesn't allow you to just buy a new camera or just yeah. rent a new camera. Well, basically 90% of the time they're just, just not, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, and an extra camera as well and an extra two hard drives and extra this and an extra that <laughs> um, so i have a question so when you say you get hired by a company what do you generally what are they what are you expected to supply like 
is it usually hotels is it restaurants is it tourism boards is it activities like what kind of who do you work with and then also what do you produce do you produce like an end video or just shots that they edit together like how does that work i um i do a lot i do indeed like hotels hospitality um restaurants events festivals tourism is getting a lot more lately um until covid then uh i got some i got some coming up right now that they want to plan in um but yeah it's most of the time it's an um an end result saying we want i don't know one video or two videos or um and that's it uh but sometimes i'm getting hired by say another freelance company or freelancers they say oh we need like a dedicated drone guy or an and an b camera Mm-hmm. um you're gonna do more stabilizing shots or you're gonna do you know that stuff and then those jobs are really fun because you know you got hired you make your shots and that's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting you're getting paid super well uh flights are sorted hotels are sorted everything is sorted you just follow the crowd you make your shots and good luck that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah yeah those are those are the most easiest um and if it's like a company or a tourism board, it really depends on how big how big the companies are. Sometimes you have to do it all yourself and just send them an invoice. Sometimes either they are in a hotel or they sort out a hotel um, flights and all that stuff. I really try not to um, to buy flights in, in upfront because we have some big issues with companies that don't pay you back like mm-hmm. our, our 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 payback is like or our, we pay back we pay you in three months well if i have like five companies that fly me all over the world and you know 200 euros or 300 euros is not much for a flight but for five companies that don't p- yeah. pay you back for five months or three months yeah, yeah. i i can't i can't do that yeah so i try i always try to let them sort that um for them, it's really good because they can do all that tax and all that crap. Mm. I miss that a little bit, but you know, I I don't have the risk of like not getting paid within time. Or did you? So you you started like four or five years ago, pretty much. Yeah. Sixteen, you said. Uh, how how old are you? You're pretty young, right? Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah. Did you when you were like eighteen, twenty? Did you ever imagine that you would be pay to travel the world and just film and, and photograph the world was that like your vision your dream not at all no <laughs> um you know you start your you start your study as a graphic designer and then just out of the sudden you get you get some jobs on festivals and then what i say some guy some random guy from the uk wants to send you to a, to a festival and then from there it kicked off and yeah it's just most of the jobs, like today as well, I had an um, I had a message saying, "Oh, we want you in uh, Switzerland in August for like nine days." A lot of times you have to like prepare yourself because you know, a lot of times they say that they want you, but at the end it's like, "Oh no," or we have not that much budget. So mm. yeah, it um, yeah, exactly. So I think the experience of those years, it's like don't get yourself hyped too much about about jobs because mm. there were there were jobs on 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 my path that was like yeah that that's that is super sick i want to do that and in the end they were like oh no or yeah maybe we got more budget next time or you know mm. 
So um, yeah, we, I definitely didn't thought I was going going to do this, but I was I was always a little bit adventurous. Like I I drove my car to you know south of Italy from the Netherlands, and it's not like a brand new car, so it's you know that's a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I like I like to be a little bit more risky and yeah on the yeah. road and yeah. Were you traveling before starting now or? I mean, just holidays, but yeah. not. I think the drone definitely changed it. Yeah. In terms of like, oh, you know, you see this shot of, uh, I don't know, Dubrovnik, and I was like, that looks sick. I want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how. Because like yeah, like eight years ago, ten years ago, like we would have never imagined flying drones, and 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 like any random person like going to a supermarket buying a drone and flying a drone and, yeah, and yeah. making a living out of it it's crazy how this this device totally changed like the whole industry the yeah whole definitely thing. like you need to you literally needed to rent an helicopter before to have aerial footage <laughs> and and now you can yeah. just well, and actually, now it's like like five thousand five hundred bucks pretty much you can do it yeah i had some i had some jobs actually that it was cheaper to rent a helicopter to rather than have all the licenses done and you know so yeah it's funny that you said that because i've done that in um malmo in sweden as well which is super cheap it was like i think 100 euros per person and i got rid of the the door as well so it was it was it was fun wow that's crazy that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah normally it's like you know hundreds of euros if you want to have a private private one and yeah Oh, yeah no i'm just thinking about one thing is that how because i know flying a drone is not accepted everywhere yeah 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 so like i know in the us if if you want to work with that you need a, a license i know france is a pain in the ass with <laughs> a yeah. drone yeah yeah uh, like how, how do you do that do you have a like i mean you can't get a license in every country right like, no it's not... there, there's no license that allow you to um to fly everywhere in the world or Europe, yeah. they're actually working on a European European law that makes it sort of like if you get a license, you can fly everywhere, mm. or at least you can fly within the law. Um, so yeah, it's now a little bit like you know gray gray area. Don't fly in into like airports and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's. I think, it, I think even in Cuba, we couldn't take it with us, could we? No, yeah, Cuba, but that, that's because Cuba are a bit, you know. Yeah, paranoid. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even take it, let alone. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a couple of countries like uh, Morocco, Iran, Cuba. Uh, those like those countries yeah, you, are not. Yeah, in Cuba you go to jail for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so. so, what's next for you in the future? What do you have planned in terms of business and growth and like jobs and everything? Um. Well, in terms of like growth and stuff, I I kind of like checkmarked my my thing that I wanted to do in Corona, and that was like getting my lots out and and mm-hmm. and get experience in Da Vinci. Um, I'm actually getting more jobs now on the planning that they want to do abroad as well, so that's good. There's more coming. Um, when I came back in the Netherlands, I was like, yeah, I have to like aim a little bit more on the Dutch market, get more mm-hmm. jobs here um i have i had some decent jobs there's there's one coming but i rather have a broad job so i hope it's gonna you know get a little bit more and 
Yeah, because the travel industry is obviously going to be affected by coronavirus. Not everyone's going to be yeah. traveling and it's kind of... Yeah, and the budget are not going to be... <laughs> yeah, same, that, that's it. It's like, it, yeah, it can go two ways. It's either like they don't have any budget anymore or they have a budget because they need tourism really yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I hope the second... Yeah, I think it'll go that way because they'll be like, "Oh shit, we need people to come to yeah. this hotel, so we need people to yeah. video it and photograph it." Yeah, exactly, and and especially in um, in Bali where we went for a couple months, I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to shine like a a bad light on that, but um, we were on a scooter and my girlfriend got robbed um, her phone out of her hand. Like we we're on a scooter, and we we. We got into a Facebook group and and they started like seeing a lot more, a lot more like tourism went down there, and a lot more like thefts going on. You know, they they literally live from tourism, so yeah, they rely so heavily on it. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. I, I must say it's it's also not the Balinese people, which they tell me it's like the Java Java people from Java comes to Bali. Yeah. You know, they're really kind on on Bali, but you can see when when a tourism drop, you know, stuff like that. It's gonna, well, gonna they need, start. They need to survive, don't they? Like, yeah. yeah, everybody has to it's survive. It's a tricky one. Yeah. And luckily, we are insured, so it was not a super big, big deal. But mm. yeah. yeah, I was thinking. Now you, you, you were talking about Java. Did you fly in Bromo and the Igen volcano? No. <laughs> oh, you need. We. You need. You need to go there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, we stayed there from December to March, and you know, every time. I read I had like a, a tiny job or a big job coming up and when you're you always be like oh we want to do that from from this this to that and then you suddenly get a new job and, yeah. <laughs> and then you come back in in the Netherlands and then you say like next time we just plan it first we go do that and then we do yeah. jobs yeah because yeah we, we we went to Indonesia in 2016 and man I wish I had a drone at this time yeah oh, especially on the volcano like the Igen and and, and Bromo. Yeah. that was like oh yeah, I wish I had it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so many great places there. Um, yeah, next time I'll we will do every spot first. We travel yeah. around and then <laughs> and then we do the jobs. Yeah. Um, well, if you ever need an assistant, I'll come with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, um, I I hope they open soon because they're still closed. And um, yeah. yeah, one of the hotels is actually. Uh, my girlfriend does the social media for them. They're opening now, but you know they need yeah. to they need to open the border. Um, so yeah, hopefully this summer everything is gonna go back to normal and yeah, we'll be able hopefully. to fly again. We we are we are still waiting to come back to see our family in France yeah. and England. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's on hold right now. Yeah, my girlfriend is uh, now in the UK. She's from London as well. Um, so I was like checking out to go to london and come back but now they have like two week quarantine in the uk yeah and if i come back to the netherlands as well so that's like four weeks like in yeah it's a whole month yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm not really keen keen for that um i i came from back i came back from bali and we decided to do the two-week quarantine more like for you know for the people around you the grandparents and so we did that and now we're like no i'm not gonna do that again (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, in in terms of the future, like you, I guess you love what you're doing, obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you see yourself working into this video industry and 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 travel industry for a while, or do you have something else in mind that you would like to achieve later? What's your What's your goal? 
Yeah, that's a it's a hot one. For now, it's like tourism, hotels, hospitality is quite big, and I think it's gonna be really. I hope it's gonna be really big after like COVID and people actually need to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really a, a good planner or setting goals. <laughs> I'm just do I just do day by day and then one see step what, at a time. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll see. <laughs> I mean, I got goals saying like, "Oh, I want this camera. I'm gonna work for it and stuff like yeah. that." But um, yeah, one day it's it's gonna be like, "Oh, you need to get a house and you need to settle and you know <laughs> you you gotta do your stuff." And um, that's gonna be a bit tricky. Like, you know, you have to like get work in the Netherlands or wherever. Um, but you always have some network and. Like now, you know, like sometimes you get something via via somebody that you don't didn't speak for like years or mm. you never know. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you, you can't, you just can't plan stuff like that. Yeah. And do you think long term in the future you would stay in the Netherlands or would you like to live somewhere else like as a base? Um, well, we didn't really talk about it as my girlfriend is from London, but I think we're going to eat a go to the Netherlands. Uh we've made some jokes about Portugal, but I don't mm, I, I don't nice think place. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, it's a nice place though. <laughs> yeah, it's uh we went there like like last year and we we're like so it's really nice here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the amazing thing about Europe is you can just live anywhere for however long you want. You don't need like visas. You can just think yeah. oh, I'm going to live in Portugal for 6 months or yeah. Spain or wherever so. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Wait. options. When you have work, yeah, you can do whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you are in a field where you can just grab your gear and, and, and get a job wherever. Yeah. You're not stuck in the office or, yeah. or or whatever, so you don't depend on your location. You're totally location de- independent. Yeah. Which is which is amazing when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my girlfriend um, does a lot of, like, social media consultancy, stuff like that. So she's, like, just following me or get a laptop and that's yeah <laughs> exactly uh sometimes she got a job i follow her and you know i was going to ask you about that so like i guess she comes with you when you go on your jobs and you go with her for her jobs and i guess that also complements each other because she can get content for her on yeah. your trips and you can get content for you on her trips and... yeah yeah we try to do it as much as possible uh, sometimes it's just you know i got a big company uh or i got uh, hired by a freelancer that shoots something it's not possible um you know a week whatever mm. um yeah but sometimes it's like she got invited by a tourism board or whatever and then try to like upsell it or just say this is my guest <laughs> yeah. yeah you know uh mostly they're all right with a guest or plus one or mm. uh, and most of the times because she has a blog or I, I'm a videographer or she, she has actually somebody that needs to make photos of her, you know, if it's a fessa. It's always, it always worked out. It's so good. That's pretty cool. I'm yeah. so <laughs> yeah. You guys are living the dream officially. Well, not, not really, not right now, but that's yeah. COVID. <laughs> hopefully soon again. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, yeah. We, yeah. Had, um, we had a job in uh, Aruba planned oh wow in june um so hopefully that's coming back somewhere like mm. august or september so yeah well, if you ever come to miami come and say hello to us yeah yeah definitely um, i'll show you around 
<laughs> the problem with that is always like we we actually planned in September to come like to go to Miami, Bahamas, uh, meet peers as well, you know, do that yeah. stuff. But at the time that you wanna, you know, you're checking the flights every time, and then, mm. then you wanna you wanna actually plan something. There's always like a client that says, "Oh, I want you there that that time," yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, I can't I can't say no because you know it's a job and yeah, it's um, it's hard to find the balance." Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just have to have to make fun, um, but we try try to make fun out of the jobs that we have. So either we we saw all flies back like two days later and we sort yeah. ourselves out for those two days and we just mm. roam around and yeah and just to because obviously like when people see what you do on instagram and, and your girlfriend as well when when we hear you like it's obviously like a great lifestyle and 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 it's super fun and everything um but also like can you tell us a little bit more about the not like the dark side but you know like the whole everything we don't see because i mean yeah it's fun and you you love what you do so i guess you can spend hours doing it because you love it yeah uh but it's not easy every day i guess also in a way that i mean yeah there's no weekend evenings uh it's back to back every time if yeah you you don't have a paycheck at the end if you don't do the work yeah like there's a lot of things that you know it's 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 not like oh I'm gonna quit my job and just travel and and, and photograph everything and I'll be right. It's not that easy, right? <laughs> no, no. Like especially in the beginning when I had a full time job as a graphic designer. You have friends that go goes out in the weekend and and I'll be like, no, I got a job to do and I got this to do. I have to edit. I have to do stuff. So that's already like the beginning. And they're always like, you know, that was all oh, you. You're not. You're doing that. You're crazy. <laughs> but at the end of end of the time, you know, they were like made you living the dream but yeah it's like where you where you start making sacrifices um and last year i had i had some jobs and uh, one in especially that really annoyed me as well that was um really pre-planned trips uh for a tourism board so they say like this how are you gonna do this this how are you gonna do that this 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 mm-hmm. um i don't i don't really like those jobs sometimes you know it's your job you have to do it um but especially that job i had a client that asked to do some changes uh in the evening so so i was like oh, i can do it i just say i i can't come to the dinner and basically the client the tourism board was like no you have to come to dinner that's like pre-planned i was like because it's a dinner come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just eat some bread or whatever i i have a, i have a client that asked me to do like a small edit and and yeah. send me the stuff they're like nope you have to do it. so by the end of the day you're like coming back at 11 because it's like you know in the mediterranean they eat, eat super yeah. late <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all, like, all about that yeah i don't i don't really like that either because you know by the end by the end you're you're at home at like 11 you have to like <laughs> put everything in charge and that's not like one battery but it's like everything and you have to back up and do your stuff and and i really like to just publish some stuff on instagram as well you know like a small story like the shots that you that you've done or whatever so you go to bed like one or two and then yeah sometimes it's annoying but sometimes you just have to like and you do it. everything yourself right you don't have any any staff working for you or... no 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 um sometimes uh, i have a, I have a 
a bigger job i try to like involve some freelancers camera guys or mm. maybe, maybe if i don't really don't have the time or like back to back i i send it to somebody that can edit it mm. um i must say that's i think that's like an, a negative side of myself is that like i want to really do it myself and yeah. mm. <laughs> um, that's either good or bad but i i feel like i can't i can't really send it to other people because they do a good job and sometimes like on some points even better than me but I, i'm doing other points better than them and i just can't send them like i i can't do it <laughs> it's it's a tricky one i feel yeah with in when you're into the i would call it like creative business because uh, like you you put your touch into it yeah and when, when you do your thing or when rosie edit a photograph like there is your touch your personal touch and, yeah and exactly. yeah like someone else can have the same skills but there is the creative side that you can't learn you can't replicate so you yeah you yeah it'll it'll be technically as good as yours but there'll be a little yeah missing <laughs> bit but, there. i mean sometimes it's like you send it to somebody and they make totally different than you thought it's gonna be and you're like yeah this is pretty sick <laughs> you know it can it can turn out like that but i just want to have it like full control i want to do it myself yeah it makes sense because um, at the end of the at the end of the day it's your name and, and yeah and, and your yeah. image yeah exactly but i i had sometimes that i have to um for example in bali some some customers said oh are you are you in europe because we want to hire you i'm like nope but i can mm. do the job i send somebody else and i will do the edit stuff like that so mm. yeah and also there is all the not creative side you still do everything yourself like all the i don't know like business and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the boring stuff that rosie say <laughs> yeah taxes taxes and stuff like that yeah. um well i must say for for this kind of business because you don't like buy stuff in and you sell it it is quite simple and i always uh try to aim for big projects so i try not to get a job for like half a day so i have to uh, i literally spend more time making and quote an invoice than mm. i actually doing the job right. sometimes i have to do it you know sometimes you just do it uh but i always try to aim for the bigger projects that's at least like four or five days you know you send a bigger amount of money it's just one invoice you know one tax and one yeah and you got like for example i don't know like an, a jewelry shop they have to they have to um buy in the calls all that you know it's like so much work as an actual shop just to buy in sell you know quantity and all that crap so for me it's quite easy as i can say oh i had three four projects this month this is what came in this has to come out this is the tax this yeah. is what i spent on uh, expenses done so the business side is not that hard um and for now it's doable so yeah and also i guess because you oh, not that you're famous but you've reached like a, a, a i mean such a good level now that you don't need to do all the promoting and branding like you, you you've reached the point where it's coming to you in a way that yeah you don't have yeah. to invest so much in that right yeah exactly i'm a graphic designer as well so it's just if i want to do something i don't know like uh i'm not really using business cards but i'll say business card yeah. flyers banners websites whatever i can do it myself and yeah. sometimes i'm like you know laying it lying in bed and you think oh i'm gonna 
I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Just do that, and I'm I'm really quick as well, like in Photoshop. You know, you have, you have I have it done in a couple of minutes, and then yeah. Mm. And I'm gonna I'm surprised you didn't ask this question. Um, <laughs> when back in the days when you started, yeah, uh, and when you realized that you could make a living out of of videography and and and, and photography, um, did you try to work for free at the beginning to build a portfolio i know in photography that that's like a tricky subject like should we work for free or not like it's always yeah um i can't really remember a job that i've done for free that i thought mm. um i'm gonna start with this um maybe like for people that i kind of know that a picture or stuff like that but i, I really I had some people that was in my network that knew somebody that was interesting. So, for example, when I had my first drone, I bought one of the bigger drones. And I saw those, like, festivals everywhere. And I was like, I want to do that. So I knew somebody that knew the um, organizer of one of those big festivals. And I was like, can you just, you know, send them a sneaky message like, this guy got a drone, he can... I think that one was actually free. So they said, yeah, come and drone this festival. So I was like, sick, this is one of the biggest festivals in the Netherlands as well. I'm going to do... Which one right. was it? Uh, Dreamfields. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so I've done, I think it was like 2016, 2017. So I came in that media team and they're shooting all red cameras and all like the big <laughs> stuff. And I came in as like quite young uh, with the drone. And there were some people with the drone, but I... Obviously, I made the, made the sickest drone shots they had. <laughs> so they were like, this is dope. We're going to hire you the next time. So, oh, you know, yeah. that's how it started. You you do it once free, but you have to get in somewhere. You have yeah. to, like, you have to be really lucky to get that network or get, get, in, get in somewhere. Especially right now, because, I mean, when, when you started, like you said, you're one of the only one at the beginning in Netherlands. So it was like you or no one. When, when now it's getting crowded there yeah yeah uh, exactly like in whether it's normal videography or, or or drone one yeah so it's it's getting tricky i guess to get to get notice and and to get to the point where eventually jobs are going to come for you yeah like we need to hustle yeah for a while yeah exactly and um i'm not really i don't really want a job to take two drone photos for a company i, I want a full production video where I can use my drone as a tool for a couple of shots. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to infiltrate or lead the drone photography or videography in the Netherlands because I'm not licensed. I can't even really do it. Mm. So I'm a production company. I have a production company that makes whatever video for, I don't know, an event uh, and a corporate video. Sometimes I just shoot two shots with a drone from, you know, a, a company building and I don't know, a truck that drives off, something like that. That's the only stuff that I do with my drone. Other than that, it's just camera work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like festivals and, and stuff like that. Or in August, I got a request for a uh, live event. I don't, I don't even know it's gonna, you know, approve. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, but stuff like that, it's it really drone related. But other than that, I, I only do like, big grand. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay um well i don't have any more questions 
You? Um, what would be your main piece of advice for people like me and Jeremy who would love to do this? <laughs> <laughs> What's your main piece of advice to kind of get into the business, I guess, or? Um, I think it's more like do what you, do you do what you really like and do it really good because mm. I was a graphic designer and, 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 and like doing that four years full time, it's getting really boring in an office. And I got really lucky that I had like abroad jobs and stuff like that. So I can focus in my weekends or I use literally all my holidays to just get out and do my job as a freelancer. But I really, really enjoyed that. So I think do what you like and do it really good. And just try to be, try to be better than good stand out from the others and you will notice and you know try in the beginning you have to just reach out to people or brands or stuff like that um when i when i start traveling with my girlfriend we reached out sometimes like for to 40 companies mm. um and one of them will say yes mm. and it's either you know, for a free stay, or you're going to say, oh, you know, we are in the area, we can help your brand out uh, with a video or whatever, and they'd be interested because, you know, you make super cool stuff and they're willing to pay because mm. nobody ever sent them an email about this or nobody ever told them, like, oh, you need an actual video because, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the beginning, we, we did send a lot of people emails but now they come to us and you get recognized but i think doing what you really love i mean doing this podcast i mean you never know that's that's the same what i said like i don't really plan stuff sometimes stuff come up and um i will be gone i i don't have some stuff planned for this two weeks but there there is always a chance that a company will reach out and say like we need you right now in i don't know greece to shoot something next week all right fine so it's always like do stuff that you like do it really good and maybe like in two two months there's like a big company i i just gonna say something like spotify say like that podcast that you do is so good we want to give you a contract that's really big but you know you never know yeah keep keep hustling keep doing it yeah exactly and, 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 and eventually it's gonna pay off yeah and if you and if you really want to do stuff with a company, say that I want to do so stuff with a stabilizer, I reached out to them and say so like, there, there needs always to be like a win-win situation. So I get the stabilizer or I getting paid with the stabilizer or whatever, but they're going to get, you know, photos, content, a little bit of reach on my page. Um, so there's always need to be a win-win situation for a brand or for a company or whatever. So... Mm. yeah bring value and yeah exactly and, and then yeah, yeah you can i think that's that's one of the biggest points as well like people say oh we i can i can make some picks for you but a company is not you know a company gets a lot of emails as well either influencers or companies they really want to see say like oh well, you will be included in our podcast five, five times say something like that um we'll make a dedicated post we make this we make that we make so they actually know what you're gonna give them hmm. yeah 
instead of oh yeah we can we can talk about you in our podcast <laughs> yeah you know yeah, and, be specific and, yeah and, and... and for us as well saying like oh you're gonna be included in the blog post in the youtube video you're gonna give you're gonna get 25 pictures copyright free you can use them um stuff like that hmm. so yeah bring bringing value to them and then and yeah then step a good step you a good um good example is um that we really wanted to go to madeira hmm. um and i think we reached out via via to the tourism board and they were really keen they were really keen to just give everything and and the only problem was is the flights they were quite expensive and we had to sort them out ourselves and we we're like it's not gonna happen we're not gonna you know fly so what we did is my girlfriend does a lot of um fashion work as well so we reached out one of the companies that she does posts whatever for and i said we want to go to madeira we can give you this content if you sponsor us our flights mm. So they basically sponsored our flights. We went to Madeira. We worked for the tourism port and for this com- uh, the clothing company. So you got like, you know, sometimes you really have to be creative with with what you have. And I guess it's also like being bold and, and daring to reach out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't, and, yeah. And it has to be like a win-win situation because that company is not going to reach out to a videographer or photographer is saying, oh, we got, you know, thousand euro budget. We want to fly you to Madeira and shoot that. Uh, they might have the budget, but, you know, they'd rather have somebody that already have something lined up or a hotel and a car and uh, everything mm. sorted out. And then, oh, and then yeah. you know, okay. so they actually, they just sponsored our flight and and that's it. And we created and they get the content. Yeah, yeah they get content. Yeah, and a tourism boy as well. So, yeah, interesting. That's so clever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get to get you get to be creative then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Good piece of advice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Just do um, what you do what you like and uh, be creative. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, thank you so much. That was really, really interesting. I really no enjoyed this conversation with you. Uh, thank you so much for uh, well coming in the episode with us. Um, where can we find you? Instagram is the best place, right? I guess. Yeah, in- Instagram at uh, Boyano, B-O-Y-A-N, and then double O. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, my name is Boyan Otze, so Boyan O was already taken, so I added an O. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, simple as that. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll link it in uh, in in the show notes anyway. So if people want to get in touch with you, uh, pretty easy. Thank you so much once again. We appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and for talking to us. It's just like really inspired me to <laughs> get going with it. And this is like my dream. So I now got some ideas and things to work on. So thank you so much. No problem. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. We really hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next Wednesday, wet, uh, next Wednesday even with a new episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe and share this episode with anyone who you think might be inspired by it as well. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.